You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Hello, everybody. My name is Zach. I'm Brandon. A.K.A. DJ Gospel Truth. Who put the glad in Gladiator? Hercules! That is the movie we're watching on this episode of Nostalgia Be Damned, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s, and we look at them objectively, kind of take off the rose-colored glasses, and answer the question, do they hold up as objective moviegoers? And as I just mentioned, we are watching... Hercules, Disney's Hercules. 1997's animated adventure comedy. This movie, pretty big in our childhoods. Uh, oh my god. This was one of those, of the 90s Disney renaissance, remember that? Yeah. They had a lot of great ones. Honestly, some of my favorite Disney movies of all time came out during that time period. Aladdin and Lion King and shit. Mulan. And this one was decidedly lighter in tone mm-hmm. in comparison to those. Yeah, um, and we we have to issue a retraction almost immediately. Oh, immediately! Because what last foolish assholes. Yeah, we were being dicks <laughs> last week because we talked about. I don't about, think we've ever done a Disney movie before. We had done one yeah. like three weeks before. <laughs> we did a dinosaur, and we did a Goofy movie. Yeah, also Homeward Bound. Homeward but we did Bound. mention that one. But yeah, so come on, we're idiots, really big idiots. But this movie, uh, we. I think it's because this movie blinded us because we were so excited to do this movie. I was really excited about today. Not only because it was a refreshing change of pace from the two-hour drag fest that we watched from Planet of the Apes, but uh, <laughs> this week it, it's a light uh, comedy. It's kind of a almost a period piece, I guess, right? I mean, I guess you could call it that, but above all else, it's a good movie. I yeah, I mean, it, I'm sorry to it tip is. my hand. It's a good movie. It really is. Like, when we first announced this, I noticed a few people were like sending us tear emojis and stuff. Yeah, like, like we were going to shit on it. And the, that's I not the point of the show. It's really to look at them objectively. And if the movie's good, like this one is, uh, yeah, there's nothing to really shit on too much. I mean, there's plenty to talk about. This movie yeah, is I'm, sh- really I'm sure fun we'll find one or yeah. two things yeah. to shit on, but. Uh, no, that that's true, and I understand that reaction. That maybe, oh shit, I'm, I'm don't you gonna... fuck with Hercules? Yeah, but I really, I had no intentions of fucking with Hercules unless it turned out to be bad. And I gotta say, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty amped up about this movie. Me too, me too. So uh, for someone who just didn't know at all what Hercules was, quick little plot synopsis: the son of the Greek god Zeus and Hera is stripped of his immortality as an infant and must become a true hero in order to reclaim it. Awesome! What it get ratings for? Dude? So, it's got a 7.3 on IMDb and an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. One of the well higher regarded films, I guess. Yeah. Better received films that we've ever done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's directed by two gentlemen, Ron Clements and John Musker. Now, these guys have co-directed a lot of Disney classics. They uh, did The Great Mouse Detective. They did The Little Mermaid. Aladdin. Treasure Planet, The Princess and the Frog, and most recently, Moana. Wow. So they've done some actual pretty good stuff. Yeah, these guys are uh, Disney regulars, I guess. Yeah. So this movie didn't earn as much as they wanted at the box office. It was made for $85 million. It earned $99 million in the U.S. and $252 million worldwide. It was still a success, but mm-hmm. when compared to earlier releases, such as Pocahontas, which comparatively here, Hercules... Uh, amounted 58 million in box office grosses in its first couple of weeks or whatnot. Pocahontas at the same time had taken in 80 million. The Lion King had taken in 119 million, and these were all within a few years. So 
But however, the Disney studio executives blamed it on more competition. It opened the same week wide as fucking Face Off, bro. Oh, How do you compare yeah. with Face Off? What are you going to do? Uh, what are we going to bring the kids to Hercules? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're going to Face Off. Face Off. That's that's interesting too because I I think I'm a little too young to remember how much marketing was put into yeah. a movie like The Lion King or Pocahontas, but I do remember them marketing the oh, yes. shit out of this movie. Yeah, this was a huge movie. I remember all the toys and shit. Oh, so many toys. Uh, I was talking to a coworker today who was talking to me about how he went and saw Hercules and he had those light up sketchers. No shit. Yeah, the Hercules the, the light Air up or whatever they were. I don't know if they were <laughs> called Air Hercs because I, I immediately went to Google and I couldn't find them. Because you wanted to order a pair for yourself? Obviously. <laughs> so anyway. It was well regarded by critics. Roger Ebert gave it a favorable review and it was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Song, Go the Distance. It did not win, did not though, win. because... Titanic came out that year, correct? 97. Yeah, you're right. Titanic would have won then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't compete with Celine. No, yeah, absolutely not. Let's, I'm going to stop you right there because there's a lot of nostalgia be jammed to get with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. You're right. I'll stifle stifle for now. The story of Hercules is birth. We're not going to get too much into the, you know, the actual mythology mythology because it's definitely, you know, changed. However, this is more similar to. From what I know, the Oedipus character, at least how he's kind of cast out of the heavens and his birth and whatnot. Again, I don't know much about it, but I do know this is not Hercules' origin story. If you want a more realistic take, check out the 2014 film starring The Rock. Stop it, dude. (laughs) Or The Legend of Hercules released the same year. I was going to say, speaking of... Uh, Hercules movies, there was a spin-off to this movie, right? No shit. I had there never was heard of a, this. A, a direct-to-video prequel called Hercules Zero to Hero, which served as the pilot to Hercules the Animated Series, which was apparently a syndicated Disney TV series focusing on Hercules during the time at the Prometheus Academy. Uh, and I swear to God, this, uh, this they brought the whole cast back to this. I had never heard of this. And then I remembered looking to try and find out the character of Meg. I was yes. trying to find out what other things this woman has done. And one of the things that popped up was this spinoff movie, <laughs> Zero to Hero. And I clicked on it, and every original cast <laughs> member is back. Even, this- even James Woods. So this is hilarious. James Woods uh, was... Uh, universally acclaimed for his his performance as Hades in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is one of his favorite all-time characters he's ever done. Not surprised. So much so that anytime Disney needs him to reprise the character for any cartoon video or direct-to-DVD, even video games such as like the Kingdom series Hearts. of Kingdom Hearts, yeah, 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 he will come back to do because he just loves the character so much. That's fucking incredible. Which I thought was cool. He, even when the movie was about to go over budget, he offered to refund his salary and finish the film for free. Whoa, yeah, dude. liked it that much. I got a lot of respect for James woods um but and i agree with him it's my favorite character in this movie too by far by far and probably one of my favorite disney villains maybe besides scar this is also one of the only disney villains that doesn't sing oh yeah that's true in this era anyway i think it's the first full-length disney animated feature since like Oliver and company to do so. Right. And which well, I, I appreciate. <laughs> and I guess that that was a trend for a while because or maybe because I remember the Mulan villain didn't sing either. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy Shere Khan. No, what was his name? Shere Khan's the tiger Shere in Khan's fucking the tiger Jungle Book. Jungle. What is his name? Uh the Mulan villain. 
Shan Yu. Shan Yu. <laughs> Damn it. Not Shere Khan. I feel like an ass. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Whatever. Had you not mentioned that, I probably would have cut it. <laughs> well, I had to, all right? I had to write my wrong. <laughs> all right, fair enough. few little uh, tidbits before we jump into the year. The film was released due to backlash against the previous two Disney releases, Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which delved into some seriously dark territory. Yeah. So this one was released... You know, with a, a brighter animation style and really tried to up the humor factor and was just more lighter in tone. Yeah. But at the same time, watching it today, there's still some fucked up shit that happens in this oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. But I think it also, the plot kind of takes a backseat to a lot of things in this movie. Yeah. And I yep. think it's because they choose not to dive into those dark tones. Jack Nicholson, Willem Dafoe, and David Bowie were all considered to play Hades. Apparently, John Lithgow was originally cast and recorded all of his dialogue, and then they replaced him with James Woods. Interesting. I wonder what that sounded like. I, I don't mean, know. I guess like Lord Farquaad. Yeah, do you, think, you, could, do you think we could find it? <laughs> Google it? Yeah, yeah, let's try to find that. All right, well, we'll look at that afterwards. Let's uh, jump right into this. Are you yeah, ready? Let's do Herc, it. You leave. Yeah, absolutely. So we open. They waste no time, by the way. Oh, man. This movie, fast pace for the first act, at least. And I love the animation. And this is one of the few movies as a kid I enjoyed the music to. I still enjoy it now. But back in the day, I fucking hated in, in animated Disney movies. Really? When they started singing, dude, I liked the stories. I was so angry when they'd get to singing, like, God damn it. We gotta really? Wait. Here comes more songs. Dude, I love Disney songs. Dude, it's weird. It was a weird thing for me growing up. There were very few movies that I actually, like, Lion King was one of them that I enjoyed the music all okay. the way through. But this was another one. And they're zippy and they're fun. And the first one up is what? The the gospel tr the go truth. The gospel <laughs> truth. You okay? up on that one. <laughs> Everywhere gigantic brutes called titans ran amok It was a nasty place There was a mess wherever you stepped Where chaos reigned and earthquakes and volcanoes never slept One of the things that we mentioned here, this is an interesting kind of contradiction here by Disney. You take kind of that pagan Greek mythology, like... And mix it with Christian gospel music. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what they're going for here, but I like it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. But it's it's so cool, and it's sung by these five women who are called the Muses. Yes, they are goddesses of the arts and proclaimer of gods. And they, I mean, they steal the show in this movie. They are far and away my favorite part of the entire film. Every time they sing. I get so excited. It reminds me of the uh, the three women in Little Shop of Horrors that are just kind of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. narrating the plot for us. Yes. It's kind of I like this element. I like the idea of using music in this type of light film to move the plot along. Yes, and where they introduce kind of the world. They set it up anyway as Zeus has just imprisoned the Titans beneath the ocean and everything's good, right? On Mount is it Mount Olympus? Yeah, is that Mount Olympus. Thing takes yeah. place there, their their city there. The Greek gods Zeus and his wife Hera were introduced to them, and they've just had a baby Hercules. They're having a party for Hercules, uh, and everybody's so excited except for fucking Hades, dude. <laughs> so Hades is played by James Woods, like we said. He's the god of the underworld. I love the way he's drawn, all the mm -hmm. like rigid, sharp lines of his face, but he's also got his hair is made of blue flames and fire, yeah. which they use throughout the movie to like express his rage. It's such a good <laughs> element. Every time you look at him and his eyes go crazy and his hair like lights up. He's also, I didn't realize it until this watch, he's very like looming. 
You know what I mean? Like he's a big yes. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a big guy, and he almost talks like a like a gangster. Everything's very quick and and fast paced. I mean, he's he's dialogue. very James Woodsy. Yes, you know? of course. And I think that probably what must have changed drastically from what John Lithgow was doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it though because this is a. Oftentimes, you get Disney villains that are just dark and sinister, or you know, like. And obviously this one is dark and sinister, but he's like a lighter personality. He's a lighter, dark and sinister. And I'll also say when we get into his motivations, completely understandable from what's been bestowed upon him, essentially. So he he is the god of the underworld, but not by choice. It's never explained why, too, right? It's just kind of set up that Zeus. Well, so I think in Greek mythology, they're brothers. Yes. And in this movie, they're brothers. Mm Mm-hmm. But but I don't think in the movie it sets up why he was cast to the underworld in general. It's just he is the god of the underworld. That's how it's always been. And but he hates his job. Yeah, which I and wants I to get be that. up there with the other gods. He seems like an outcast. Obviously. Yeah. Baby Hercules is like a, a nuclear. He's glowing and orange. Yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> he's kind of a chode of a baby. You know he what I mean? really he is. He could use a good punch to the face. <laughs> but I uh, do like how he interacts with Zo- uh, Hades rather. Hmm. So he goes over and tries to give him like this giant thorn lollipop and shit he picks him up because you could tell he's got enormous strength because Mm. he's a fucking god he's immortal yeah and he is the god of strength i think anyway i don't again we're not you have to you have to forgive (laughs) us if we fuck up our greek mythology um zeus creates pegasus his buddy out of some fucking clouds (laughs) uh pegasus all right so we've talked about our favorite characters in this movie pegasus is my least favorite character in this (laughs) movie it really like it's just an element to sell toys disney needs you know the animal the god forbid you don't have have an animal sidekick a sassy animal sidekick you don't have a sassy animal sidekick i don't want to see you i don't want to fucking talk to you no Zeus is played by Rip Torn, and I really like his mm-hmm. voice performance here. My boy, my little Hercules. Ah, you did good, boy! <laughs> really bad. I kept thinking of Men in Black the whole time, too. Oh, I did, too, every time. So after this baby shower, Hades heads back to the underworld where he's stewing, really pissed off about the entire event, mm-hmm. and he goes to... These three women, they're these old witch-looking zombie people called the Fates, I yes. believe, and they control a person's lifeline, yeah. correct? They, so, they, they can cut the thread of life. And so I actually think, I, this is definitely Greek mythology, I think, but it's also referenced in Shakespeare, too, that they uh, represent past, present, and future, and they can see what's happening uh, in the future and tell you what's going on, even though they say it's a rule that they can't. They all share an eyeball. And they all share an eyeball. But yes, uh, they use this really cool visualization in this movie of life with a thread. Mm-hmm. And if your thread is intact, you're alive. But the minute the fates cut the thread, your soul comes down to Hades and you're dead. It's kind of cool, man. That's really cool. The whole underworld animation is fucking oh, awesome. Beautiful. There's like rivers of souls and shit and that giant three-headed dog yeah, that he's feeding steak. All of the the cavern is made out of the, like skulls and rock. It's very it's dark, man. It's scary. So Hades basically convinces them to show him the future. Uh, they show they say that in precisely 18 years the planets will align and at that time you can rise you can unleash the titans that are held beneath the ocean and they will help you defeat zeus and take over mount olympus but but dude this is a cautionary tale however if baby hercules you know decides to fight you at that age he will stop you and you will fail 
And uh, he does not like this. <laughs> no, yeah. Again, I love every time he gets super angry, just flames shoot out all yeah. over his body. It's fucking cool. And he's got two little right-hand henchmen, Pain and Panic. Dude, I thought I was going to hate these characters. These were my favorites as a kid. I loved these because I had the toys and shit. They came in the McDonald's uh, yeah. Happy Meals. But I liked these guys as a kid. I was worried going into this how I would, I would receive them. But they're pretty funny. They're actually really funny. They do some things that, and and they're voiced by pretty famous people, right? Or at least one famous person. It's Matt Frewer and uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. So yes, yes, yeah, Bobcat. But, that's right. But great timing and the way their voices sound, mm-hmm. I love it. And this is a movie that they they do cast a few famous faces, but I will say this great detail taken in capturing really good vocal performances from just un- some unknown actor. Of course, Frank Welker's in here playing the fucking Pegasus. Yeah. Frank Welker does every voice ever made. Exactly. But uh, but I like how they don't go for too big of a star-studded cast. I will say that Tate Donovan, who also played Aladar in Dinosaur, yep. is the lead voice of Hercules once he's an adult. And there's nothing tremendous about his performance, but, you know, he's Hercules himself isn't my favorite character in this I was going to say, Hercules kind of takes a side seat to all these other characters with a lot of personality. Hercules, Hercules is sympathetic in the beginning of this movie, and then by the middle of it, you just you kind of don't care about him. He's kind of a nerd. <laughs> in need of bashing. I'm not going to bash him, though, because he's strong. No, dude, super he would strong. bash he'd, the shit out, the of, both shit of, out us, of us. Dude. He's a nerd that goes unbashed. <laughs> Which drives me crazy. nerd, dude. That is a dark... That's you, you don't trust those people. No. Well, it just means that we got to go out and bash like six other nerds to make, to up, make up for it. make up for the fact. We'll be right we'll back. Be. Nostalgia be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia be damned. Oh, man. So Pain and Panic are sent to bring Hercules to Earth because they're tasked with basically killing this baby. Yeah. They bring him to Earth, and in order to do so, they need to feed him this potion that will make him mortal. He's got to drink every last drop, and unfortunately, that does not go as planned because he knocks the bottle out of their hand, it breaks, and there's one last little drippity drop drop droop drops that slaps on the floor and bursts into flames. <laughs> just, just it, it didn't happen, but it does, it does drop on the floor. He's found by these two farmers. peasants, yeah, 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 these two farmers, uh, and as Pain and Panic move in to try and finish the job, he shows that he still has his super strength. Mm-hmm. He basically ties them in a knot and throws them away. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. It's funny. Um, and the farmers take him in as his own, but then we are told by the muses that he's mortal now, but he Retains still has his godlike strength. Yeah. Yes, and Zeus can do nothing but just sit there and watch his son grow up because he can't be. He can't come into Olympus. He's not a god. Yeah, an interesting little predicament they place him in here. I like how in most Disney movies they kill off the parents, and this is a way to separate him from his parents without it being a cliche, in my opinion. Yeah, no. I think at this point he's like 16 years old or something like that. He's a pretty young guy. I don't, yeah, I I have no idea. 15 or 16 anyway. He wants to just play with some local dudes. Yeah, he He just wants wants to fucking... Frisbee? Is that what they're playing over there? The discus? Discus. Yeah, Yeah. dude. (laughs) They just want to bro out. Yeah. Just want to bro out. But everyone calls him fucking freak. They even if they're running away, they said uh, they should call him Jercules. Jercules, dude. Jercules. And he does kind of give them reason to be pissed off a little bit because the main problem with Hercules is he's obviously different. He can't control his own strength. He ends up destroying the local market. Yeah. Just by you know running into a pillar, and uh, the town people hate him. Uh, <laughs> Newman gets mad yeah, at Wayne him. Wayne Knight's one yeah, quick Wayne little Knight's- vocal performance here. Jer- <laughs> I'm sick of your kid, Jerry. Yeah, they call out his his farmer parents. The dad is played by Hal Holbrook, mm-hmm. but but at this point, I'm wondering: 
Can Hercules jerk off, dude? Do you think? <sighs> dude. Because he can't control his strength. I don't, you know. Does he pull it off? It's pretty gross, man. Does it grow back like the Hydra later on? You in the know movie? what? I'm tying it into future plot points. That what we do on an intellectual podcast like Nostalgia Bedam. Yeah, no, we talk about if Disney characters have the capability <laughs> of masturbating. You can only get this kind of film analysis right here, Nostalgia Be Damn. Check us out on iTunes, nbd.podbean.com. What's the deal with Paul Giamatti? We are off the rails. <laughs> but we get our second song of the movie, and I would say maybe favorite. It's in the running, bro. It's in the running. I'm going to put it as, honestly, like my third favorite in this movie. Ooh. Yeah. Shyamalan Twist. It's, yeah, it's, like an, it. it's an upset. No, I love this song. But I think it's There's my third other favorite songs that song are better. Okay, movie, well, it's yeah. Goo the Distance. I have often dreamed of a far-off place Where a great, warm welcome will be waiting for me Where the crowds will cheer when they see my face And a voice keeps saying, this is where I'm meant to be I'll be there someday If I can be strong I know every mile Will be worth my while I would go most anywhere To feel like I belong I'll be there someday I can go the distance. It's a really beautiful song. It really is. And they sing it in like three different parts. It's like he introduces, starts singing it, and then it cuts to his family back home, and they explain to him finally, like, listen, bro, we Obviously. found you. You're not our biological son. We still love you. We found this medal around your neck when you were a kid. It's the god of it's the, it's the medal symbol of the gods. Of the gods. Yeah, yeah, symbol of the gods. And they send him on his way, saying, like, you know, if you want to find out where you belong, maybe you should go to the Temple of Zeus, see what's going on there, dude. Yeah, because... That's just how it works, I guess. Yeah, you know? you've been fucking up a lot of our shit. Kids, if you don't fit into society, just fucking run, run away. away. Run away. <laughs> um, so he goes to the temple of Zeus, and he kind of, you know, he's asking Zeus, wait, wait, I'm just trying to figure out where I belong. And the statue of Zeus comes alive. Lightning bolt strikes. Lightning bolt strikes. And he explains to Hercules, you were adopted. You are God. You're my son. You lost your powers because somebody kidnapped you. And so Hercules is like, well, what can I do? Can you make me a god again? No, you got to go out and prove yourself a hero. Then you will be welcomed as a god to Mount Olympus. Pretty sweet setup for a story, in my opinion. Honestly, It's a yeah. great story. Uh, I'm So I'm trying to th figure out a lot of these, some of these Disney movies are callbacks to shakespeare mm -hmm. does it does this don't ask me dude get the okay, fuck out mind. of here with that right, question are you kidding me dude good talk if you want to know if hercules can jerk off ask me that yeah no because i've done me. extensive research <laughs> right you've done extensive <laughs> research on hercules <laughs> masturbating but if i ask you if this is a callback control to a, how hard his grasp is his grasp is his grasp his, his grasp, his grasp yeah, on his dick you. yeah the Lion King is Hamlet. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think that's just where I wanted to go with this. I could go most anywhere to find where I belong. So, Beautiful song. 
Zeus reintroduces Hercules to Pegasus, and he says, "Go find Philodides, Philoctetes, 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 Philoctetes." All right, they call him Phil. They call so him we don't Phil. have to do this. It's Danny DeVito. Yeah. Um, we call him Danny DeVito. Uh, he has to go find the trainer of heroes, or what does he yep. call him? Yeah, the, he's the yeah. trainer of heroes. Yeah, the trainer of heroes. And he takes off. We get the final verse of I Can Go the Distance, my favorite verse of I Can Go the Distance. It's very... Yeah, as they're fucking soaring into the sunset, yeah. music swells. Yeah, pretty good. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. So they arrive on this island where Phil is, and I don't know time-wise how long they're actually on this island, but it's at least a year, right? I I would say so. Maybe years, because he goes from zero to hero. He goes from chunk to hunk. (laughs) He does. He's not chunky. He's really skinny in the beginning, but he goes to fucking pure Angus beefcake by the end of this training. Absolutely. Uh, Phil, on the other hand, it's probably a decent plot point to turn out he says he's retired he doesn't want to train hercules because he's trained a ton of heroes he's trained odysseus he's trained achilles that damn heel man Yeah, that damn heel (laughs) he can't find a hero that's gonna make him famous that they'll they'll put him up in the stars and they'll say that's phil's boy i've given up hope that someone would come along a fella who'd ring the bell for once not the gong the kind of wins trophies Won't settle for low fees At least semi-pro fees But no I get the greenhorn Yeah, so you wanna be a hero, kid yeah. Whoop-dee-doo We get <laughs> we get Danny DeVito singing this song I love this song It's it's not in my top three favorite songs But I do love this And Danny DeVito is obviously not the best singer in the sure. world But he adds a certain charm to this song he does. And it's it's a pretty cool training montage. Dude, it's like The Rocks, you're welcome. He's not a good singer. But the exactly. song's catchy. But the song's and, catchy. And he's as got hell. a lot of energy in it, so it's fine. You I know like you're I mean? welcome. Uh, so, but this is a cool training montage. I love the animation as he slowly progresses to become a fucking badass. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. No, it is. And um, they finish up the song, and Hercules says, I want to go off and I want to fight somebody. So Phil says, Let's go to Thebes. It's basically the Detroit of ancient Greece. <laughs> the crime capital city of yeah. <laughs> ancient Greece. A lot of shit happening there. But on their way, they hear a voice screaming, so they go down to the river. They think it's a classic D.I.D., yeah. Angel in Distress. But it turns out to be Meg. Meg. Dude, she has got some points in her body. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make sense. Uh, no, uh, a lot good. of, just a, a terribly skinny waist, I'll say. This Take is probably then. the weirdest animation in the entire film is Meg. I mean, she's still kind of hot. Oh my god, of course she's hot. Whoa, don't objectify a cartoon character like Are that. Are you kidding me? You're the one that brought it up. Can Hercules masturbate? <laughs> Dude, you... <laughs> I don't like that this is an occurring <laughs> is joke in this right podcast. Right, it's I'm bad. Done. It's not funny. <laughs> Meg's delivery, she's played by, oh, what's her name again, dude? Susan Egan? Yeah. And she's almost like a 1950s, like, like a comedian, you know what I mean? She's got, like, this weird, like, yeah. delivery and cadence to I her kept dialogue. Try- I kept trying to... Pointed out, and yeah. I couldn't figure. I was like a Janine Garofalo or someone in like, yeah, even the the '90s where they were like too smart hipster. Just it's like the beginning stages of like a right hipster lady. Well, yeah, it's kind of like this woman who just like she's a street urchin. She can she can handle herself. Yeah, so, and I like that. She's really yeah. independent. Well, so that was what I asked. Was that was this 
one of the strongest female characters at, to Disney up to this point. I mean, yeah. you could make the the argument that maybe Pocahontas. Oh yeah, was yeah, maybe the strongest female yeah. character. But in terms of damsels in distress or like you know the love interest in these Disney yep. movies, she's fucking strong willed. She can handle herself. She doesn't fuck with anybody. Doesn't care. I really like this character. It's a nice, fresh f- breath of fresh air for the Disney franchises. And Hercules, he winds up, you know, fucking punching this goddamn Cyclops, the guardian of the river, I believe he the, is. Yeah, uh, it's not a Cyclops, Brandon. I'm it's sorry, not a Cyclops. Goddamn, a centaur. Centaur. The Cyclops yeah, comes yeah, in later. Yeah. yeah, he's a centaur, and he was kind of grabbing up on Meg earlier on. After Herc punches him, he gets, you know, thirsty for Meg. He is smitten. I mean, yeah. And is this like one of the Have first you seen her girls ways? he's ever been around? I mean, I guess. I don't know. He, he All did, of his interactions previously have all been with, with either his family or with, you know, local yeah. surfer grease dudes. Right, exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, if if our timeline's correct, he at least, I mean, He's close to if 18, we're going right? to say, if he should be 18, because it's uh, it was going to be 18 years Precisely, from when he was right, born yeah. to the day that Hades' plans go through. So if our timeline's correct and he was on that island at 16... It's the first woman he's seen in at least two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and look at her waist, dude. It is like a toothpick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't where her. Where's her rib cage? Where's I, her rib cage? I don't know where it is. She took it out. Where's her hips? Where's any of that stuff? I don't know. Can he masturbate? <laughs> Do you think? Well, we find out, though, after their little exchange, you know, she's like, you know, I can take care of myself. She walks away and it's revealed that she was working with Hades to try and because meanwhile, in this, you know, the last years, he's been thinking Hercules was dead for 18 years. years. So he's been in the process of kind of making his plan come to fruition, which is to kind of band together all these badass uh, monsters monsters and and the monsters. He's creating creating the monsters. Yes. So. Her job in this whole thing was to woo the centaur to get on his team, but she reveals that, oh, no, I couldn't do it because this guy Hercules came in and, and saved the day. And at this, this point, is like one of the funniest laughs dude, in the movie. This was, was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great scene. When he when he learns that Hercules is still alive, He's so he turns to, yeah, like pain and panic and is basically like, they're like, wait a minute, why does that name sound so familiar? Well, it's funny because Meg is like droning on about him and he's just seething in the back, literally seething in the back. <laughs> and the animation is funny. Like, I, I can't get over the animation of this, especially for Hades. He's he's characterized so funny. The flames is such a good element. And he grabs them both by the neck, and I love their exchange, and it's like, maybe it's a really popular name. Do you remember, like, two years ago when every boy was named John, Jason, Jason? and every girl was named Brittany? (laughs) That's, that's like, the funniest line. (laughs) Because I do remember when every girl was named Brittany. (laughs) Late 90s, man. So now we're in Thebes, and Danny DeVito is trotting Hercules around, trying to get him to convince folks that he's a, he's a true goddamn hero. He's yeah. not the real. He's the, he is the real thing. How, what are you, what are your thoughts on Thebes? Because I kind of like the idea that it's just this New York ish <laughs> well, yeah, city. So we're led to believe that not only is the crime rate skyrocketing, but there's mm-hmm. also just natural disaster after natural disaster. There's floods and hurricanes. Yeah, it's just getting shit. shit on. Yeah, it's just getting shit on. I like that. There's just this concentrated effort to destroy. 
destroy a city by yeah. the gods, I guess. Yeah, I don't know like, why, yeah, this, that why this is happening. But but yeah, his inter- exchanges with the, the townsfolk there, they're all kind of like, yeah, sure, dude. Well, they're all jaded. They, you know, like some fucking guy blows into town. I'm going to save this place. Fuck you, dude. And apparently Phil is even recognizable. Like, hey, aren't you that fucking goat guy that... Train trained Achilles, you missed a spot on the heel. <laughs> yeah, and of course this angers Phil. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Exchange, Meg, exchange, yeah. exchange. Meg comes into town all distressed saying, you know, there's two little boys stuck behind a boulder. Is that what it is? Or stuck in a cave or something? Yeah, shit? there was a rock slide, so That's they're right. stuck yes. beneath a boulder. Learning of this, he, Hercules thinks this is his opportunity to show everybody I got fucking big old balls. Sure does. <laughs> So he goes down to this quarry, picks the rock up, and the two boys are safe. Oh, thanks, mister. You're super strong. And they <laughs> Je- run off. Jeepers, mister. Jeepers, mister, yeah. Jeepers, mister. They run off, and wouldn't you fucking know it, dude? It's pain and panic in disguise. Yep, and uh, Hades is watching on, and he's, you know, he's like, great job, boys, and great job, Meg, for drawing him in, because out of the cave comes a giant fucking Jurassic Park monster. <laughs> yeah, I think it's called a Hydra, right? Yeah, it's a Hydra, and it's actually... So, a Hydra, a Hydra, I guess, in mythology, has more than one head. This one only has one head for now. Yes. But the reason I called it a Jurassic Park monster was because they're literally using the noises from Jurassic Park t- for this monster. Dude, roar. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, it's scary. It's a great sound. Yep. So Hercules gets his ass kicked and basically gets eaten. Mm-hmm. While inside, though, he slices the fucking head off this hydra. It falls into the crowd, and the crowd goes wild. Like, yeah, nice, crowd's sweet. like amped up. They're like, oh, this dude's pretty cool. But shit, dude, this thing, every time you cut its goddamn head off, two more, two more come out. Yeah. So Hercules does the only thing that he can think of. Keep cutting off the heads, <laughs> which, at you know, after a point, he has... I don't know, 20 heads <laughs> at staring least. at him? Yeah, they've slammed him against the wall, and are, all hope is lost. And then, out of nowhere, he realizes, I'm fucking strong, bro. He slams his fists against the, what? The, the cliff. The cliff there. All boulder slide, rock slide, whatever. Kills the Hydra. Fuck yeah, we think Hercules is dead. I mean, I've n- I never thought he was dead. You don't think that 42 minutes into this movie? I don't know if that's a real time stamp, but it seems roughly... Yeah. <laughs> You'd believe it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, that's just how it ends. Hercules Breaks out dies. of the, the Hydra's hands, and the crowd loses their fucking minds. Yep. Suddenly, he's a hero in the eyes of the people, and we get what is my favorite song. This is your favorite this song. This is my favorite okay. song of the movie. Uh, zero to Hero. It's a great, it's it's a montage of Hercules just kicking ass and then like getting merchandises. I I still think it's funny to this day, the Air Herc. <laughs> it's supposed to be the Air Jordan. And Man. <laughs> yeah, he's just slaying beasts and fucking signing autographs and titties. Yep. yep. Uh, the titties he's living the life. Yeah. Hades, meanwhile, is rip-roaring pissed <laughs> about this entire situation, <laughs> made more so by the fact that Pain and Panic are, like, <laughs> slurping his drinks and wearing his fucking sandals. <laughs> this is also a great scene, yeah. yeah. But we also find out why Meg is indebted to Hades. We find out she sold her soul to him 
so that her boyfriend could live, and then this fucking asshole this fucking dick leaves her, her for another woman. Like, yeah. can you imagine? Oh, I'd be so. I mean, fucking I angry. I get maybe racking up some credit card debt for an ex, but right, wowzies, user sands, yikes. Hercules decides he's going to go to the Temple of Zeus, so he tells his dad all about all the shit he's been doing, how much he's been kicking ass and taking names, and Zeus is like, dude, this is all sweet, but I still can't let you in, bro. You're not a part of the club yet. Yeah. You, have to, you haven't accomplished what you need to accomplish in order to become a god. And Hercules is rightfully downtrodden about this decision. He doesn't know what he has to do. He's down on his luck. Uh, Phil gets talks him into it, though. He's like, hey, man, like you're doing some great shit out here. Just keep trying. We're going to figure this out. You'll be a god. Don't fucking worry about it, dick. <laughs> Smoke this joint Smoke and chill Smoke this out, J and chill. Meg is tasked with trying to figure out what Hercules' weakness is is uh that's what hades endgame is he says they all gotta have one what is his mm. pegasus and phil cock block hercules once again every single time he's about to kiss her something happens I'm not a fan of this dude just kiss her you know this is yeah. a trope in movies that needs to go away no and maybe it, really it was isn't. more prevalent in 1997 but in 2018 yeah by the way uh this is when we get the song uh i won't say i'm in love judgment I guess I've already won that no man is worth the aggravation that's ancient history been there done that your favorite song second second favorite song this you like this more than go the distance get out of here i do like all right look this is a good song but go the distance is a fucking heartbreaking heart-wrenching ode to life and 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 happiness i don't know man like go the distance doesn't have the muses in it all right you were obsessed with these muses yeah i love the music i love gospel music i won't say i'm in love shoot Shooter, because this one actually does remind me of Little Shop of Horrors. All right, well, fine, but it is a, it is a pretty nice. Song. No, it's a good song. I like. Uh, she's got a great voice in this. She does. Yep. Yeah. Hades reminds Meg though that you know he owns her and she doesn't want to be part of this anymore. She's having feelings for Hercules. She's fucking thirsty, and she tells Hades. He doesn't have a weakness, you fucking idiot. And that's when Hercules. Uh, and that's when that's when it got its yeah. R rating. That's when it's got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Hades. Fuck you, Hades. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like the planes, trains, and automobiles scene where he just says F word like yeah. ten times. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, that'd be awesome. But no, uh, that's Hades says. Oh, I think he does have a weakness. It's Meg. it's you. It's Meg. Yeah, it's yeah. you, Meg. Meg, it's you have a weakness. Yeah, look at your fucking waist. Look at your waist. <laughs> it's like a twig. I want where's that your, waist. Where's your ribcage, baby girl? I you. <laughs> God, you fucked it up. We were having a good. It was good going well. You fucked it. <laughs> That's a MacGruber reference for anyone out there. Who's <laughs> yeah, thanks. Knows a thing or two about movies. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's the end of Nostalgia Began. Yeah, exactly. It's See you, dude. Yeah, we'll never do an episode again because <laughs> I couldn't it, fucking pick up on the MacGruber reference. So, <laughs> Phil overhears this whole <laughs> conversation and decides he's going to go back and tell Hercules. Herc, by the way, is 
you know, on the moon. He's just happy. He did he he didn't get a kiss yet, but he knows that he he's kissed gonna her get on one. the cheek. Ooh, dude, he got yeah. some of that fucking salty sweat on the nape of her brow. Yeah, so we go back in the arena and he's fucking popping a boner all over the place. Well, he hasn't masturbated in eighteen years. What do you think? He's walking around with that thing twenty four seven. Well, do you, do can he masturbate? Not though? until he's a god. Oh, is that the, that's the, is that yeah, what we settled dude, on? Okay, well, that's how unbelievable when he turns orange and glows at the end. My mom. That's your to this good podcast. to go. I apologize, Mrs. Yeah. Warren. <laughs> now they know your name. Now they know my name. You fuck. <laughs> oh shit! As Phil describes, you know that she she's a fraud. Hercules like shut the fuck up, bro. He backhands Phil. He does actually. It's so funny, it's, but super sad. It is super. But it's sad. great sound design as he whips into that pile of weights. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. <laughs> it looks painful. Uh, Phil is like, all right, you know what? I don't fucking need this. I don't need you. Fuck off. I'm out of here. Does he leave with Pegasus? No. Oh no, Pegasus is wooed by that sexy. Horse, oh, they're such horse, a right? sexy horse, guys. <laughs> She's got a tattoo, a pink horse with a tattoo. She's got a fat ass. <laughs> that fat Disney horse ass. <laughs> Actually, I think it's... DJ sp- Fat Disney horse ass. <laughs> Perfect. I think it's supposed to look like a My Little Pony. I think so. And then it splits in two when it's fucking pain and panic. Oh, the, no. The level of their mag- magic is... Dude, I think Unknown. Pain and Panic are the ones you gotta fucking look out they for. They can in this turn movie. themselves into anything. Anything they want. Two halves of a horse. A sexy horse. Dude, that horse was pink and had a tattoo. <laughs> and it had a great ass. <laughs> She's got a great ass. It's really bad. Yeah, oh, come on, I'm sorry. Man. That was your ass, you know? No. She's got a great ass. Oh, thanks. Ah. You were yeah, you were much better. Oh. <laughs> Making my way downtown. They have a falling out. It's not a <laughs> Not a good segue. <laughs> so Hades comes over to Hercules and says, listen, man, I've got a proposition for you. I've got Meg, all right, mm-hmm. and I'll let her go if you decide to forfeit your strength for 24 hours. And Hercules is really confused by this. People are going to get hurt, aren't they? He's like, yeah, it's a war. You don't owe these people anything. You know, you, you, the thing you should care about most is Meg, and I've got her, and he shows her to him and everything. Mm-hmm. She's all tied up and whatnot. So he agrees, like a dumb fuck, like a what you'll idiot. do for... Ah, you can't think day. with your dick. <laughs> Thanks, Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Life tips with Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. So he turns from his, you know, his effervescent glow of normal Hercules into a sad, pale, gray man. After he gets his powers taken away, it is confirmed that Phil was right. He, she's been working with him the whole time, the dude. The whole time. The whole fucking time, dude. Hercules is depressed. Yeah. So much so that he lets <laughs> he lets pain, pain and panic, panic like, like kick dirt on him and dump a soda on him. It's <laughs> fucking sad. Super depressing. But Hades has got fucking work to do. The planets the, are aligning, dude. And he lets loose the Titans and the Titans, because I never think we described what the Titans are. It's been a, pretty much a mystery up to this point anyway. Yeah, um, they are elemental giants. One is a frost monster. One's a giant tornado. One is a two-headed mountain. And one is like a lava monster. And there's also a Cyclops in there, too. Um which is not elemental at all, but I was actually really impressed if we can actually seriously talk about this movie for a second. Um, <laughs> I was impressed by the scope of these monsters. They look fucking huge compared yeah. to everything. They did a great job animating these. Yeah, they're badass, and they're intimidating, too. Mm-hmm. I like the way they look, the way they move, because they all move and look very different. 
but much cool. but much like any time we're watching a movie they undercut it with the joke because apparently they're kind of stupid. Yeah. They're like, uh, well, kill Zeus, kill him. And then Hades is like, well, going the wrong way. Mount Olympus is that way. Zeus, <laughs> kill him. But yeah, they're fucking going to, you know, wreak havoc on Mount Olympus. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this Cyclops is sent to Thebes to kill Hercules while he's mortal, essentially. Yep. Hercules is in a depressed funk and Meg can't get him out of it. So she goes to grit. Phil and Phil gives him kind of the speech, this motivation to yep. get up and try to fight back because he's got the power inside him all along. They free Pegasus, by the way. I think we they do that. free Peggy. So he Not ties we up. The, I no kind of wish cares. Pegasus had been yeah. killed. Well, and a head deep, put in his bed yeah. while he slept. Yeah, they Godfather go to style. they go to find Pegasus, and his head is just in a fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> So he ties up the Cyclops' legs, and this Cyclops tumbles over. It's fucking huge. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of this, a column, or a giant beam anyway, falls and is headed right for Hercules. But wouldn't you know it, Meg, being the love of his life, jumps in, pushes him out of the way, and takes the hit. Fucking sacrifices herself. Yeah, now she's not dead at this point. However, because the deal was that if he decided to forfeit his strength, then Meg would not be hurt. But... She gets hurt. She's yeah. clearly on her deathbed, and at this point, Herc gets his fucking super strength back. He picks the beam off her. It's explained with the worst, the, the worst part <laughs> of this it movie. Danny it's DeVito, like, like no, no, it's even like hands down, just the worst part of this movie because it, it goes to he, he's like, what's going on? And she just goes, ah, Hades said I wouldn't get hurt. Ah, he broke his promise. You got your powers back. <laughs> like it's so sweet. Cool. Yeah, and she's like writhing on the ground, and it almost feels like they just like inserted it. They're like, oh shit, did we ever explain why his powers are back? Fuck. <laughs> Animate this really quick. Then it's a real quick, he goes up to Mount Olympus, defeats the Titans with his dad, frees his dad, and mm-hmm. all the other gods who are all taken hostage up there. And in, a, in a pretty decent scene, I like the way this is all kind of wrapped up and whatnot. And yeah, and honestly, the main plot of this is wrapped up right there. Like Pretty much, like civilization, is, yeah. the world is safe at this point. It's Hades all, is all defeated? Ha- <laughs> yep, yeah. All that hangs now is, is Meg's life mm-hmm. in the balance, and Hades says, well, I got a good consolation prize, I'm going to take your bitch back to hell. We can... <laughs> We cut back to the fates, and they have cut Meg's string, so Meg is fucking dead. She's fucking dead. Damn. Damn. Hercules, what'd you think, dude? Uh, <laughs> a little dark ending. Yeah. But Hercules says, that's not enough. Like, I gotta go bring her back. He heads to the fucking underworld to save her soul. Yep. Uh, I really like this, too. It kind of reminds me of the swamp in Lord of the Rings. With all the the dead zombie ghosts hanging oh, out sure. in the yeah, water, yeah, because yeah, it's just like a pit of souls. Yeah, it's. I think what does he say? Like an endless river of dead souls or something. Pretty like that? much, yeah. yeah. They're all. It's almost like the Scooby Doo vat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just ethereal spirits. That's a great. In a that's circle. a great yeah, comparison. Yeah, yeah. Fuck my Lord of the Rings reference, dude. Scooby, you fucking nailed it with Scooby Doo. Thank you, Scooby. You're so welcome. I'm proud of you. I love this scene though. So Hercules comes there uh, and he says. You like bets? Why don't you take me if you can mm. let me save her? And he says, oh, yeah, I'll take that bet. Yeah. The and problem being that when you dive into this uh, soup 
substance. It sucks your life force out. Yeah, of you. it kills like you. An old, grayed, withered man. As as, as the more I think he it swims ages deeper you, and deep. maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it ages you super quickly, and he says, "Yeah, sure." And as he dives in, he's like, "What you don't know, pretty much, is that you'll be dead by the time you get to her." And so as he's almost there, hand reaching out, he's the, about to die. The, the fates, fates are getting his string ready. They go to cut it, but all of a sudden the string turns gold, and they can't fucking cut it. Dude, this scene actually, I wouldn't say give me goosebumps, but it's pretty fucking awesome. It's I love this cool. scene. It, it turns gold, and then there's just yeah, this giant glow, and he comes fucking literally floating up with her, like yeah, and he's ghost fucking in her he's shiny, like yeah, he's and super and he's gold. Like, what is this? This can't be possible. You'd have to be a god. <laughs> and uh, Hercules ends up through fucking James Wood just talking himself into it, uh, punching Hades, <laughs> in, yeah, punching his face into the fucking into the river of dead people, and. Hades is presumably stuck there for eternity. Like I guess. The dead people yeah. that have are pretty pissed at him. I mean, he's a god, so I think he'd probably just be able to get out of it. Or? Well, no, he'd just live forever because they keep dragging him down every time oh, he tries right. to it's get an out. Endless, so, yeah, yeah it's an endless soup of dead people, so he's stuck there for all eternity. One of the few villains that he I guess even doesn't die. get a conclusive death. You know what I mean? Most of them have, in, in yeah. the 90s, uh, I'd say, of... of Disney animated Yeah, someone either gets like shot arrested or, or killed. On, yeah. Slit their throat. No, he just, I mean, you assume An that he's gone forever. Of fucking spirits. Can he jerk off? Uh, does he need to? Yeah, I mean, probably want to if that's all your life is. I, I guess, but like, I don't know. I guess we'll get back to the movie. Yeah, I guess we'll just move on from here. So he saves her. He saves her. They uh, get taken up to Mount Olympus, and Hercules is welcomed with open arms into Mount Olympus because the mark of a true hero is sacrificing yourself for others. So everyone out there, go sacrifice yourself, and you'll make it to heaven. It's a really weird, like, Christian themes to this Greek god movie <laughs> I, I suppose so yeah be a good person you get into heaven yeah you know the golden it, rule bro yeah interesting um so he's welcoming into mount olympus it's the moment he's been waiting for for he says his whole life but i feel like it's only been about two, two years, years. <laughs> uh, so but he's you know he sees meg and you know meg's happy for him but she's sad because she can't go to fucking mountain olympus she's just a street rat <laughs> i don't buy that <laughs> <laughs> um but hercules you know he's like you know what i know where i belong now it's with meg it's down sweet, on earth sweet booze. that sweet sweet booze <laughs> and that fucking just <laughs> pencil thin pencil waist. thin wooden beam of a waist <laughs> but yeah he throws it all away he throws his godhood away to be immortal mm-hmm. And live down on Earth with Meg. Does he get to retain his super strength? I don't know. I assume so, because my guess would be that he would just go down to Earth and be like Superman, essentially, right? Can he see his dad anymore? Does he have to go to the temple to talk to him anymore? Yeah, I have no idea. When Meg eventually dies, will he just, like, be welcomed in? Like, hey, we're not going to let you die, man. Like, sorry, Meg's dad, but, like, you're a god now. It's cool. Can you imagine being turned into a god? when you're 90 years old or whatever, and that's how you have to live the rest of your life. It's like a weekend. Yeah, like, oh, I'm, this is eternity. Apologies cool. to our very, very big 90-year-old audience. Yeah, don't you look like it? We've got dick. a big, yeah, we've got a big geriatric listening we, base. We do. Sorry, it's our main listener base. <laughs> it's our main listener base. Which is that's weird. Shocking. Yeah, well, you look like an asshole now. All right, sorry. Apology accepted. Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well, shit, dude, yeah. Fade out to black, Hercules. Well, we get a great we get a great song at the end. A oh, star fuck, is born, yes, of course. Yep. You know, they get the whole everybody celebrating. Uh, Hercules gets put in the stars and they go, that's Phil's boy. That almost made me cry. Are dude. you serious? I fucking <laughs> made me laugh it. out loud. Like, that's I, Phil's boy. <laughs> well, obviously, the line is not it's delivered hilarious. well. Yeah, but but it's, a, it's a nice little story. But it's a beat, yeah. because, you know, Phil is crying. And yeah. he's been fucking ham dog Danny DeVito the whole time. <laughs> and you're like, well, he gets thrown a boat. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, especially because it meant so much to his character. But... That's Hercules. Hercules. Wait, does I feel like Pegasus hooks up with that pink horse again, even though it wasn't real. Did I dream no, that? No, no, you dreamed that because him and Meg, who have been butting heads the entire fucking movie, just they become buddies. They become buddies. So he doesn't hook up with an imaginary. No, Phil pink hooks horse. up with a god though. Oh, that's right. Because he does. he's been he's been chasing after a woman. He's been he's been sketchy he's, this yeah, yeah, he's, he's been, been sketchy fucking, this whole time's movie. Time's up is but, time's up for But he Phil. goes he goes yeah, exactly. He's introduced like like spying on some nymphs by a waterhole. Yeah, and like chasing after them too. Yeah, exactly. um, so not great, but you know that's the '90s for you. <laughs> um, but but anyway, uh, so yeah, he hooks up with a god. He gets thrown another bone, um, <laughs> or he throws some bone, some goat bone. Yeah, very funny. But that is the end of Hercules. Would you rather have half of your goat? Which which half of the goat body would you rather have? Come on, don't do this. <laughs> All right, we'll go into ratings. Yeah. Hercules, man, what'd you think about it, dude? I loved it. I I really did. Um, it's I I will say this: the plot feels a little thin to me and can get a little draggy at times, despite the fact that they move at a fucking breakneck speed. They do not waste time in the beginning of this movie. It hits a wall. I'd say. After Zero to Hero, the movie just kind of like slows down a lot. Sure. Um, But that's really the only complaint I have about it is that it just isn't as deep as some of these 90s Disney cartoons that we were getting around this time. There's, you know, there's a message in there, but it's, you know, it's pretty vague and it's generic. Generic. Um, Whereas, you know, some of these like Pocahontas had a pretty deep like we can live together sort of message and Mulan had a women can do anything just as well as men it doesn't matter who or what you look like that kind of stuff this one is just be like baby hey, cool to people and it's a little generic but that's those are really my only complaints about this movie I think lengthwise it's pretty good the music is phenomenal it's one of my favorite Disney musicals out there honestly it's mm-hmm. it's just fantastic music the animation is really cool I, I like how they kind of they use sharp angles in a lot of things to make it look like statues, like Greek statues yes. or Greek Greek paintings, because that's what they use in the beginning are these these uh, vases and dish and dishes and sculptures, oh, yeah, stencils and all that. Yeah, shit. stencils. Yep. So yep. it kind of looks like that. Um, so I just I think they nail so many elements of this movie that they were going for. You know, it's a Greek movie. Um, the contrast with the gospel music, I think is cool. I don't have a complaint about really any of the voice actors. I think that uh, Tate Donovan's not 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else, I think, does very well. The characters are pretty strong. I'd say the hero is the weakest character. Yeah. But everybody else makes up for him. Everybody else moves this movie along very well. Um, what'd you say, an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes? Yep. I'm going to go a couple steps higher. I'm going to give it an 86. I think this is just wow. a solid Disney flick. I, I really don't have much to complain about it. Nothing bothered me. I wasn't bored at any point. Um, yeah, it just a, a good movie. I genuinely liked it. I did too, man. This was uh, Going into this, I didn't think this was going to be a bad movie. I just wondered how good I would wind up thinking it mm-hmm. was. And, and it is. It's It doesn't quite compare to, like we were saying, the Aladdins or the Lion Kings or Beauty and the Beast. No. It's not one of their, Disney's greatest animated classics, but it is, I would say, along the lines of uh, The Emperor's New Groove, which is another one of those <laughs> yeah. fast-paced, quick, zippy, really funny animated comedies. I would say this is one of Disney's funnier animated movies, especially yeah, in that, that Renaissance era. But overall, the voice acting is really great, especially from James Woods. He really knocks it out of the oh, park man, here. He's fantastic. I'll agree with you that the, the hero is kind of the weaker point. I think if he had had a little more stronger character traits, because I love his journey and his story, but yeah. he himself as a character is just kind of like, man, well, he's a wet, like, he's kind of a wet blanket. Well, yeah, he's kind of the conduit for the audience, so he yeah. doesn't just really have a lot of distinctive personality traits or anything. Right. So I get it. Um, but you're right. I, I think this is. A really funny, just uh, a movie that holds up for the 90s and really encapsulates the the Disney renaissance without being so heavy. Because I, I will agree that some of their other stuff is a bit darker for kids, which yeah. I enjoy. But if you want something light and fun, and I like the setting a lot, the Greek setting and the mythology. Mm-hmm. While it's not accurate or anything, I think it could get kids interested in researching that type of stuff. Well, so it's funny because this was another movie that was used in school. I watched it in I, school, you too. Know, yep. It was yep. like when we were studying the Odyssey and just greek literature um obviously there's a lot of inaccuracies in in a movie like this but it does kind of get across you know all these references that if you do read a little bit of greek literature you can pick up on and it kind of makes it more fun for the the adult audiences Mm -hmm. so it's a cool movie it got cool elements to it i will give it out of an 80 i'll give it an 80 i give it a solid 80 i think it's that's the highest score I've given, I think, on oh, this show. Oh, 86 is absolutely the highest one I've ever given. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 80 is the highest I've ever... So, yeah, the best movie we've done so far. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I, it, it's been kind of nice to do a movie that was actually pretty good. I think, like you said, we knew it was good coming in. We just didn't know how good it was going to yes. be. And I I fully anticipated some things not... I, I, I fully anticipated it being like, this won't be bad, but it's not great either. I, it turned out to be, I think, a pretty astounding movie. I, I don't, I can see why it's not as popular in that Disney era compared to the other ones because it, it's not as deep. No, it's not. And like I said, I, I can't quite call it a, a genuine classic, but mm-hmm. I think this is one, I look at this movie and enjoy it just as much now as I did back then, really. Absolutely one that if you're an adult, you got kids, you can show it yes. to them and there will be zero disconnect. And the music won't fucking annoy you like the movies no. today. Like a lot of their the Disney music, it's like Frozen, you got like one or two good songs and the rest of them are like, Yeah, and the rest are shit. all these like campy these are like all good songs. Oh yeah, and every fun. single one of them. They so. really are. Uh, speaking of fun, man, next week's movie, I'm, oh, man. I'm so happy we're finally covering this. I we know you are. And a better time. I know you're happy about this. And to be honest, I'm kind of excited too. I'm, you know, I don't think I'm as enthusiastic as you are, but I'm excited. So growing up, uh, I 
watched The Boondock Saints, which is the film we will be covering next week. I watched it a lot in high school. That's when I really discovered it. And mm-hmm. it was one of those, you look back on how invested you were into a certain yes. property and you're like, what? what's going on there, dude? What, so, did you, what were you doing, Brandon? I also, had, this was a movie that I didn't see until kind of later and I only watched it because so many of everyone, my friends put it on a pedestal. Everyone was like, if you don't, what, you haven't seen the Boondog Saints? What are you, a fucking douche? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I don't know. And I've got like a little bit of Irish in me. And everybody was like, yep. oh, you're going to love this you're then. And love I was this, like, bro. And I just remember being like, okay. <laughs> but but I didn't, I remember not hating the movie either. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it holds up. And, uh, I, I don't have high hopes for it, but it's going to be perfect because obviously that's the Thursday leading into St. Patrick's Day. Yep. It's going to get us into the spirit. I I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I just I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a good I, seven years or so. I think yeah, oh yeah, easily. I think I've only seen it like twice. Oh yeah, I watched it a shit ton in high school and in college. I think I had some dude. I had Boondock Saints posters and shit. I have not watched. That doesn't this surprise movie. me. R- recognizing that it's not a good movie in the years past. I haven't actually watched it in any sort of critical like, yeah. <laughs> view, I think so I, I think this will I be think interesting. I think I watched it one time in college, and I probably don't remember it because I was doing some weird things in college. But <laughs> but again, that, who knows? We might love it. The yeah. point of the show, guys, again, when we announce a movie, I don't want people to get sad yeah, I don't want people to be like, oh, I can't wait for them to shit, on this, shit on this movie. Yeah. No, it's, Case in point with this movie, I really enjoyed Hercules. I can't believe how much we enjoyed Hercules. And next week, Zach's going to really enjoy uh, Moondog Saints. I doubt it, uh, but we'll So see. if you want to keep in contact with us, please shoot us an email at NostalgiaBeDamned.com pod at gmail.com or write to us on facebook we promise we're getting a twitter soon yeah we we are absolutely getting i'll I'll make that a project at (laughs) at some point in the next two weeks i will make that a project i promise um you can also of course as always uh write us a review you need either visit us on itunes just look up nostalgia be damned uh we got we did get a new review on itunes uh very very nice thing said about us but they did say only okay trump impressions wrong (laughs) wrong how dare you we have the best Trump impressions, fake reviews. It's almost as good as our Gerard Butler. <laughs> our Gerard Butler. <laughs> that's that's oh, the end man. of Gerard Butler. He can never come we back. We stole that joke from We Hate Movies. Exactly. He's never coming back. Oh, he's so good, though. Uh, he is. He's fantastic. Um, you can also check us out on our originally hosted site, nbd.podbean.com. Uh, subscribe to us write us a review there and please we we stress this every week but we can't stress it enough just tell your friends tell about us. your friends tell your friends and if uh you don't want to show them a, a podcast where people are shitting on movies this would be a good episode to do it right and then they get hooked and then they realize you lied to them because we do shit on about 80 percent of our movies but, but sometimes we watch movies like deep blue sea <laughs> Great movie, dude. Okay. Thank, I think, you, thank yeah. you for listening, everybody. And uh, just remember, you can go from zero to here. I can go on the distance. I will beat the odds. I can go the distance. I will face the world. Fearless, proud, and strong. I will please the gods. I can go the distance till I find my hero's welcome.